0: Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Are you happy because you win, or do you win because you're happy? At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. And if you like the podcast, make sure to hit subscribe and follow to get the latest on the Warriors every day. And if you really like the podcast, please leave a review or tell a friend. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay, it's Locked On Warriors on a Thursday. I'm Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat writer for the Mercury News. And with the trade deadline coming up, I'm starting a new segment called the Fake Trade of the Day. And it's exactly what it sounds like. I will get to a fake trade. Every day, with uh, with the news that LaMarcus Aldridge is officially on the trade block. He is going to be out of San Antonio. I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but first, I want to start with what we can expect from tonight's game as the Warriors get set to start the second half of the season against the Clippers. Steve Kerr yesterday, after practice, said that uh, we should definitely expect changes to the rotation. And Exhibit A in this is going to be Brad Wanamaker. He has struggled since signing with Golden State. He can't make a shot. He's only made like 12 three-pointers all season or something like that. Hasn't really been an impactful player whatsoever in that second unit and and isn't being put in a position to succeed because they're asking him to be a lead playmaker in that second unit, and that's just not what his game is. And so in the final game before the All-Star break, Steve Kerr uh, experimented with Jordan Poole and Nico Mannion running offense, and Jordan Poole in particular thrived. 26 points against Phoenix. Now, uh, he's probably not going to do that. Uh, He's not going to have that kind of usage rate every single night, but he showed an ability to create and make shots. He showed a confidence coming back from from that G League bubble season that I think the Warriors really need in that second unit. So to me, the most obvious rotation change that's going to happen is Jordan Poole Taking Brad Wanamaker's minutes now. I don't know if it'll be all of Brad Wanamaker's minutes, but it very well could be because Steve Kerr does not want to go that deep in the rotation. He doesn't really want to play more than ten or eleven guys, and so with that in mind, there's just not that much room for Wanamaker, and and this is long overdue, in my opinion. It's just been it's been pretty obvious that Wanamaker has just been overmatched, uh, being asked to do too much in that second in that second unit. He's not a guy who's going to drive and kick. He's not a guy that's going to do that. And, look, the Warriors, they need ball movement, right? You need ball movement. They, they are tops in the league right now in assists per game. Uh, but a lot of that movement is just side-to-side stuff. It's not really guys, you know, putting the ball on the floor, getting to the basket, driving and kicking, and actually bending the defense, maneuvering the defense in order to get better shots. It's just sort of passing the ball to pass the ball. Right, They're, like I said, number one in assists per game, and they're one of the top five teams in, in passes made per game. I think they're in the top two last I checked. But like I said, a lot of those passes, just side to side, passes just for the sake of passing. You're not really getting going from good to great shot. You're just kind of going from fine shot to fine shot to fine shot until eventually you're too late in the shot clock and you got to put something up. And that's mostly in the second unit, right? Not necessarily when Draymond Green or Steph Curry is on the floor because it's much more organized that way. And so Wanamaker as Steph Curry's backup. Hasn't really worked out. Jordan Poole will have an opportunity now to uh, become Steph Curry's backup going forward. He's not a true point guard, right? He's more of a combo guard, but that's okay. That's more of what you need, a combo guard, somebody who can make shots, right? Because you also have potentially Andrew Wiggins part of that second unit, and I think we're going to continue to see that. You could also have James Wiseman as a part of that second unit, and there's a potential there for him to be a shot creator, to be a little bit of a playmaker. He's shown flashes of it before. He's shown at least an ability to get his own shot. And I think that's going to be really important. Eric Pascal, probably still going to be part of that second unit. He's shown an ability to do the same thing. Steve Kerr before the break said that he expects James Wiseman to get more minutes going forward. I wouldn't be surprised if instead of rewarding him, with minutes in the second quarter, because he comes in halfway through the first quarter, and then if he plays well, they'll reward him with minutes in that second quarter. He'll play the first five or six minutes in the second quarter. Instead of making it a, a night-to-night reward, maybe you just give it to him every night. Just give him the rope to play through mistakes and things like that. Uh, and if that's the case, then maybe you're looking at a second unit of James Wiseman, Eric Paschal, uh, Andrew Wiggins, and then you know somebody like Kent Bazemore, Damian Lee, plus Jordan Poole. Maybe that's what you're looking at. Or... Maybe you're looking at a Jordan Poole and Nico Mannion backcourt. Nico Mannion, rookie point guard. He played well enough in Phoenix. They like what he can do. I'm not sure they're ready to hand him the keys to an offense, even a second unit offense, so soon. So I don't necessarily expect him to be part of the rotation immediately, but it's something to keep an eye on. It's something to keep an eye on. So uh, rotation changes guaranteed tonight against the Clippers. That's the number one thing that I'm watching for uh, tonight. I will continue to preview... Uh, how the Warriors could beat the Clippers in this first game back from the All-Star break in a little bit. But first, uh, it's time for our Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Are you happy because you win, or do you win because you're happy? And at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. And this week's Michelob Ultra Player is Steph Curry. For the joy that he was able to bring to the All-Star game, and I talked about it a little bit on Tuesday, but Steph Curry, the way that he made, put his stamp on the All-Star game. I know he wasn't the MVP that went to Giannis. He didn't hit the game-winning shot. That was Damian Lillard. But none of that, like, Damian Lillard does not hit that game-winning shot if not for Steph Curry. Steph Curry comes out after winning the three-point contest and a clutch and uh, making that final shot in the three-point contest to beat Mike Conley, clutch in that performance. He comes out. Minutes after that in the All-Star game, launching from three-point range, unafraid to shoot from half court, from 30 feet out, all these things. Uh, He has 22 points in the first half. Again, put his stamp. He played with joy. LeBron James was out there. He didn't want to be there. Uh, He he got out of that game as soon as possible. But Steph, he was just like, you know what? If I'm here, I might as well enjoy it. I might as well take advantage of this stage. And he did. And I think he was the biggest reason why that All-Star game was even watchable. I mean, it was a It was a blowout. Team LeBron destroyed Team Durant. It wasn't even close. Uh, Team Durant without Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons. But it was not even close uh, because Giannis was dominant. Damian Lillard got going in the second half. But it was Steph Curry in the first half who set the tone early and made the game at least watchable. And for that, he is the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Uh, Before we move on, let's talk about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV, including The Bachelor, if you're into that. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. When you use that promo code LOCKEDON, again, uh, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, but only when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Betting on the NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. It's time for our fake trade of the day. Welcome to uh, Dorca Palooza. Uh, Stephen A., they've been very active. They're going to continue to be active up until March 25th. No, no, I want my picks back, all of them three years of this team's future back that's not fair well you want to cry about it tom or you want to make a little magic before the clock runs out on both of us i think there'll be a lot of teams calling uh gauging and believe me kevin the only problem you're gonna have is that you didn't buy more sounds fair enough what kind of package could they potentially get for him do they want to move forward with it save you save billy what do you think of venipro I can let you have them for almost nothing. Why would you do that, Billy? Because I'm amazing. Are they going to uh, you know move off of this team and, and you know be willing to just dive into the lottery or do they want to keep some of these assets around? Uh-huh. All I want is a couple of bucks and a sweetener. Move off. What the hell is there to hold on to? Door, 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 compaloosons. That's right. It's time for our fake trade of the day where I go to TradeNBA.com to source trade ideas for the Warriors. And on the heels of the news that the Spurs are looking to trade LaMarcus Aldridge, I wanted to take a look at some deals for him. And so here's one of the deals that I found from TradeNBA.com. User Jacob uh, Madelon put together this scenario. The Warriors send Kavon Looney and Andrew Wiggins to San Antonio and get LaMarcus Aldridge and Rudy Gay. Now, I actually don't mind this deal, not only as a short-term play, but as a long-term play for the Warriors. Uh, You get off of Andrew Wiggins' uh, long-term salary. And, look, I'm not as uh, low on Andrew Wiggins as many of you are. Uh, I thought, look, he looked looked awesome in January, had a tough February. He was fatigued going into the All-Star break. Some of you are saying that that's just an excuse and he's just not playing well. Look, NBA players get tired. It happens. I'm really not all that concerned. He's second in the minutes, in minutes, uh, total minutes behind Steph Curry on the Warriors. Uh, his usage rate is, pretty, is fairly high. He's been asked to do so much on the defensive end, guarding the best player on the other team every single night. Um, what, and so what he's asked to do it makes sense that he would get fatigued when he did, and this happens to every player. There's going to be a point where Steph Curry looks fatigued, where there's a the point when Draymond Green looked tired and out of shape. So I think Wiggins isn't as good as he was in January, but isn't as bad as he was in February. He's somewhere in the middle. So, again, not as low as so many people are on Andrew Wiggins. Uh, just like I wasn't so low on Kelly Oubre when he got out uh, to the start of the season struggling, and, and look how he's turned around, and all of you guys want you know the Warriors to sign him to a max contract now. But... Uh, uh, If you're able to still, he'll still, I don't think Wiggins will ever be worth that max salary. And that's a lot of money that you're on the hook for for the next few years with him. Losing Kevon Looney is unfortunate, but let's be real here. I don't know what Kevon Looney's long-term upside is. I know he's still relatively young. He's a stable presence there at center. But with James Wiseman waiting in the wings, he's your franchise center and waiting. uh, I don't know how much longer Looney is going to play a meaningful role on this team. And if you can trade both of these guys for Lamar- LaMarcus Aldridge and Rudy Gay. Now, uh, we'll start with Rudy Gay there. The reason you get ra- Rudy Gay in that deal is because if you trade Wiggins for Aldridge, which would work just straight up, uh, or just Wiggins and Looney for Aldridge, which would work straight up, that, uh, that would leave a pretty big void on the perimeter. Yeah, you could fill it in with Kent Bazemore, Damian Lee, but still you're, you're down one other player. You're already pretty pretty low on wings to begin with. I mean, Wiggins and then Oubre and Kent Bazemore, Damian Lee, that's it. So if you lose one, you don't have that many rotation wings available. So Rudy Gay, whether or not he would become the starter in that scenario or not, would at least provide you some depth there, a guy who could play both the three and the four, probably mostly a power forward at this point in his career, but could in a pinch play some three for you. And then, of course, you get LaMarcus Aldridge. Now, both LaMarcus Aldridge and Rudy Gay are on expiring contracts, right? They'll be free agents this summer. So, Rudy Gay, you probably just let him walk. And now you're saving a bunch of money if you're the Warriors. You're saving a bunch of money if you're the Warriors, because not only are you off of the huge Andrew Wiggins deal, but you're saving about $5 million by getting rid of uh, Kevon Looney, right? LaMarcus Aldridge is also on an expiring contract. But I think you would try to bring him back. Now, he's making $24 million this year. He's not going to make $24 million next year, I promise you that. Right? LaMarcus Aldridge, his next contract is probably looking closer to $8 or $10 million. That's what his next contract is looking like. Uh, He's an okay player right now. His shooting percentages have dipped, but he's still productive. Uh, He's not as good as a rebounder as he was, not as good as a rim protector as he was for a couple of years there in San Antonio, but a veteran presence, a guy who can play, make, move the ball, hit some shots for you in that mid-range area. You'd like to see him eventually stretch that shot out to three-point range, but for now, for the Warriors, you'll just take the mid-range stuff, right? You'll just take the mid-range stuff right now for the Warriors. You could use any sort of offense, and the Marcus Aldridge is a guy who knows how to call his own number and get his own shot. That mid-range game, when he's got it going, is nearly impossible to stop because he's so long and his release point is so high that it's just hard. It's a tough shot to block. And so you bring, you bring in Marcus Aldridge, Rudy Gay this year, two veteran presences to help you get... Uh, to this playoff run, and then save you some money in the future because if you bring Aldridge in and then re-sign him, at, let's let's even call it ten million dollars. You're still saving like twenty million dollars in this deal per year. And so, if you're the Warriors and you want to, try, you're never going to get below the salary cap. But maybe you can get a little bit more flexible. You're not paying forty. You're not forty-five million dollars over the luxury tax threshold anymore. I don't know. Ultimately. I wouldn't do it. Like I said, I'm still a little bit more bullish on Andrew Wiggins than a lot of people are, and I just don't know that LaMarcus Aldridge has that many good years left, uh, that he's even significantly better than Kevon Looney, who you'd be trading in this deal. But I, uh, but I at least find it interesting. I at least find it interesting, and it's a way to get a player who can help now, help groom James Wiseman, right, who could, you know, best-case scenario, be a LaMarcus Aldridge type uh, offensively. I think he could be much better defensively than Aldridge was. Uh, But, you know, interesting, ultimately wouldn't do it. I think you're just giving up uh, a little bit too much, and you're not really replacing what it is that Andrew Wiggins gives you on the defensive end. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for another fake trade idea. I've got one about Victor Oladipo that we haven't discussed here on the podcast yet. I think that's what I'm going to get to tomorrow, unless I find a better one. Uh, Coming up, we will preview tonight's game against the Clippers, but first... Let's talk about our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of vehicle makes and models, it can be impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, especially now while you might not be able to visit a traditional store. So do it easily online instead at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low without the markup that you find at chain stores or you get at car dealerships. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Then find the how did you hear about us box and write locked on there so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We've been telling you about Built Bar for a long time. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. Uh, Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein protein bar, and it's covered 100% in chocolate, and now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is time for Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup, we've got two matchups every day. The first matchup between Caramel Brownie and Cherry Barcia. Now this one, this is a tough one. It feels like they made this matchup purposely uh, to screw with me because I love both of these flavors. Um, But ultimately, I'm going to go with Cherry Barcia. I love Caramel Brownie, but I'm I'm going to bank on the fact that I've got some other flavors that I like, just plain caramel, not caramel brownie. We've got the peanut butter chocolate one, which is my sneak pick to make it all the way to the final bracket, but we'll see how things shake out. Cherry Barcia is awesome. You've got that great dark cherry flavor covered in chocolate. I love Look, fruit and chocolate is a winning combination no matter what. It's just so hard to beat that, even if you're a caramel brownie flavor. So Cherry Garcia, uh gets the best of caramel brownie in matchup one, and then we have in matchup two, Lemon Almond Cheesecake versus Carrot Cake with Walnuts. Another tough one for me. Uh, the Lemon Almond Cheesecake, I really like. Cheesecake, by the way, is a buzzword for me. It's a menu buzzword. Whenever I see it, I have to think at least about ordering it. I love cheesecake. And yet I'm still gonna go Carrot Cake with Walnuts here. I just, I like this particular flavor of Bilt Bar more than the Lemon Almond Cheesecake. You can't go wrong usually with citrus and chocolate. Like I said, it's very, it's fruit and chocolate, all that kind of thing. But that carrot cake with walnuts, man, that's just a that's a really good flavor and it's unique, right, to Built Bar. I mean, when was the last time you saw a protein bar with a, a carrot cake flavor offering? So I'm gonna go carrot cake with walnuts in matchup two, cherry barcia in matchup one. If you agree or disagree with me, you can decide who moves on. Go to builtbar.com or go to Bar underscore built on Twitter so that you can vote. Remember to use that promo code locked on 20 to get 20% off on your next order. Now remember, this is a new promo code for us. It's locked on 2020, and you'll get 20% off on your next order at builtbar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs. How much do you really know about these potential NBA stars of tomorrow? If you want to know more, then you need to subscribe to the Locked On NBA Draft podcast, prospect scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft. Uh, Jordan Poole Stan writes in, for real, it sucks that we will miss out on a potential Jalen Suggs and James Wiseman duo, but we just cannot develop two 19-year-olds and try to seriously compete. Jordan Poole Stan, I agree with you. You are obviously responding uh, to my mailbag from yesterday about how it is that the Warriors can maneuver using this Minnesota pick, the top three protected pick here. I just don't believe that they are going to be able, as loaded as this 2021 draft class is, I just don't think that they can afford to draft a player in it, right? We're seeing how hard it is to develop James Wiseman even this year, finding him minutes, minutes where he doesn't hurt the team as most rookies do, right? Now try doing that with not one, but two young players, two 19, 20-year-old players, where you're trying to find minutes for them, where they are basically your 6th, seven, eighth men in the rotation, right? It's really hard to compete at a high level, when you're trying to work uh, uh, lottery picks into your rotation. The Lakers aren't doing that. The Clippers aren't doing that. The Jazz aren't doing that. Uh, And so if the Warriors are trying to do that, it's just going to make it easier for those types of teams to exploit them. So I don't think that you can win a championship. I don't think you can become a title contender with two lottery picks trying to find their way when you're trying to develop two guys who are not yet ready to help you win at that level. I just don't think you can do it. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't think I am. I think you could probably get away with one with James Wiseman, but they really should consider something, uh, doing something else, trading this Minnesota pick for somebody who can help right away. Uh, before we get out of here, let's take a look at tonight's game against the Clippers. Big game for the Warriors, who are 19-18, ninth place in the Western Conference right now. The Clippers, 24-14, and 14. they are 4th in the Western Conference, but haven't been playing that well as of late. They're 4-6 and six in their last 10 games, but the Warriors haven't been playing that well either. Obviously, going into that all-star break on a 3-game losing streak, they are trying to snap that tonight. I don't mind the matchup here for the Warriors, despite the fact that the Clippers are much more talented. Uh, and much, much deeper at this point. But I don't mind the matchup. I mean, the Warriors won this the last time these two teams played for the season. So far, they have split the series 1-1. This is an opportunity now for the Warriors to, to take the advantage in the series. Now, I don't know that that's going to matter in regards to tiebreakers by the end of the year because I don't imagine that the Warriors will have the same record as the Clippers by the end of the season. Like I said, the Clippers are one of the top four teams in the Western Conference, and the Warriors are a fringe playoff team. Uh, the Clippers are 14 and 7 against the Western Conference. The Warriors are 9 and 10 against the West. This is an opportunity also for the Warriors not only to win the series against the Clippers, which would be, despite not, uh, despite the tiebreaker not matter, it would be a morale boost to be able to get a series win against the Clippers in this regular season. It would just a statement win would be so meaningful, I think, for the Warriors as they uh, you know kick off the second part of the schedule. And considering what the next two opponents are, the Jazz and the Lakers, I think it would be even more helpful to get some momentum against those teams who are playing really well. Uh, so, again, I, I don't mind the matchup uh, uh, for for the Warriors. You've got Andrew Wiggins to Kelly Oubre, who you can throw at Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Obviously, those guys are all-star players. Um, but that's about as good a wing pairing as you can have to throw at those guys in the Western Conference. And then Steph Curry... I don't think that there's a guy on the clippers that I'm necessarily all that worried about obviously I have Patrick Beverly and, and all the the fun stuff that he does defensively um, that he can cause Steph Curry some problems but i also I also think that I, i'm not I'm not so worried about Patrick Beverly right he's more of a nuisance he's more annoying than he is even effective his defensive metric stats are good um, he's better than a lot of Point of attack, guys. But there's just really no stopping Steph Curry, and really, when you look at the guys that give him problems, the guys with size, right? And so, of course, if you're the Clippers, you could throw Kawhi at him, you could throw Paul George at him, but that'll free up guys like Wiggins and Oubre, So that, to me, is the X factor tonight. Can you get a bounce back game specifically from Andrew Wiggins? Can you get a uh, Can you get Kelly Oubre looking as good as he played in February, coming off of that wrist injury? If you if those guys are playing well, I like the Warriors' chances. I think James Wiseman should hold up. Uh, hopefully, he's a go tonight. We still don't know. Uh, my feeling, my sense is that he should be okay for tonight. He missed practice on Wednesday because he had missed a coronavirus test. Now he's not going to have to. He's not going to have to deal with contract tracing. It's nothing like that. He just he forgot to take a test. It was a mistake. He should take it and, and, and be ready to play uh, tonight. He is with the team currently in L.A. So. Not all that – I expect him to play. We'll ultimately see at game time. But uh, like I said, the X factor, I think it comes down to Wiggins and Ubre. Just having both of them playing well. If they do, I like the Warriors' chances. If not, I just don't know that they have enough firepower to get it done. Remember to subscribe to new episodes of Lockdown Warriors wherever you listen to podcasts. Please rate, review, say nice things about the show. You can send your comments and questions to me on Twitter at Goldberg or email them to me at wgoldberg at bayareanewsgroup.com. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. I'll see you here tomorrow morning.